Welcome to the Life Church STL podcast. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope this message encourages and inspires you. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's message. Proverbs. Proverbs 3. I'm going to be kind of in there today. And um, of course, there's wisdom in the Proverbs. In Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. In another translation, it says that that He shall make straight paths. He shall make your path straight. And, And this word, it's yashir, it means to be right, be straight, be level, be upright, be just, be lawful, or be smooth. Smooth, you're going to be smooth. Hey, I'm smooth. No, but in this, in this word that, that is used right here for direct your paths, it says, you know, in, in the New King James that I'm reading out of, it says to direct your paths, which is amazing. But I love that there's, there's all this other stuff that this word means. And to make our path straight, to make us go on the straight path. First of all, that straight path is always going to be shorter. This word also means smooth, right? So it's going to be smoother. I want to go on the smooth path. Whenever I try to pick my own path, usually they're the ones with all the bumps and the potholes and the stuff, you know, but we won't get into all that. But when this verse is telling us not to lean on our own understanding, it's not telling us not to think, to not, like, have understanding or, or to not be a part of what God's doing and, and really use our brain, you know, and it's because I, I really want to make that clear because what this is saying is not just don't think and God's just going to grab you and drag you along. You know, like you're one of those kids. You ever, anybody ever had a kid that was like, it's time for bed. And all of a sudden they're dead weight on the ground. You know, I've grabbed a foot before and they're just like dragging on the ground. You know, and sometimes I feel like we get to the place where we want God to just do that to us. You know, like I'm dead weight. I'm just I'm going to lay here. He's like, here we go. We're supposed to go. i got places for you to be. And you're like, just drag me. I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to think about it. I don't have what it takes. I don't, whatever you can say about yourself, I don't want to go. But this isn't saying that we aren't a part of it. It's not saying that we don't think or don't have understanding. Because really... In Proverbs, I'm going to go through a couple, and we're not going to have them all up on the screen, but it talks so much and very highly about having understanding. It says, incline your hearts to understanding. Raise your voice for understanding. Understanding will guard you. Blessed is the one who gets understanding. Wisdom rests in the heart of, man, of a man of understanding. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. To get understanding is to be 
chosen rather than silver. Like rather than money. Rather than silver, like would you, would you rather choose understanding or a silver bar? You know, some people like silver bar right here. You know, just give me that. Give me a little, little bit of money. But, but really, if we understand what understanding is, if we realize how it helps us and guides us, it should always be chosen rather than a little bit of money. So what is it that we shouldn't do? In the scripture it says, lean not on your own understanding. It says, lean not on the understanding that comes based on the conclusions that you can come up with in your head. Don't think that your understanding is the understanding. Don't think that the understanding that you have is so much better, much less God, but then even everybody else around you. I can't receive correction. I can't receive any kind of advice because I know what's going on and I have all the understanding. I don't know how many times I've seen that. It's none of you guys, by the way, so it's good. Our own understanding simply just can't bear the weight of the reality of what's actually happening. And to put this in a little bit of perspective, just bring it right here down to earth, I could pick out, well, basically every single one of us. But there's, there's counselors in here, there are carpenters in here, there are teachers in here, there are so many different people that have so much of a better understanding than I do about what they do. So if I wanted to step into their world, if I wanted to take a chance and step into their world, I can maybe fake it till I make it, which rarely works out, by the way. But I can step in there and try to do something. Hey, I'm a counselor now. Hey, I'm a carpenter now. And I, I've been in those places before. I've worked with, you know, carpenters. I drove a truck for Pepsi. Some of you, I guess maybe they're newer here, may not know that, but years ago. And listen, I'll tell you a story. I go in there, this young, strapping, good-looking guy, you know, and, and there's cases of Pepsi. You drive a truck, and you have to put them all on this this. Uh, two-wheeler and, and push them into stores or schools or wherever, and you got to load them, those, those things up. And I'm like, Ugh! and there's guys there that have been there for years. And I'm coming back. I'm like dead. And they're coming back all spry. And you know, they're older. Not, I'm not going to say old, but older. You know, guys getting up there about to retire, and they're just taking these like soda cans on dollies and just with the fingers like, you know, like this. What? Where do I get one of those? But it, it wasn't the, the two-wheeler that made the difference. It was the experience, the understanding, the knowledge that they had that I hadn't gotten yet. Right? 
So I can't just step into that world and just rock it and be the rock star there because I hadn't been there. So that's bringing it down to reality. Now, let's take it back to God. We are stepping into His world. He created it. He created us. He created everything in it. We are stepping into His world each and every day. Why would I possibly come into this world and say, I got my own understanding. It's all right, God. You just take, just sit this one out. It's good. I'm, I'm okay. Because what's going to happen is going to be like me pushing those cases of Pepsi. Where I'm dead. I come home. I can't tell you how many times I came home. I sat on the couch and just passed out. Tired. Dead. Like couldn't move. Because I was doing it in my own strength. And that's what, you know, just a little insight. They said, you get this, you can find this perfect balance on a two-wheeler where you basically barely have to touch it and it's almost pushing itself and it's balancing and you're not even holding any of the weight. I tried it a couple of times. You know what it did? It went. <laughs> I got to the point eventually where I could kind of do it, but it says, don't lean on your own understanding, our own conclusions based on our, on our own perceptions, on our own past, our own experiences. If I, if I lean on what, or you lean on just your own understanding, the problem is, is that you've only been in a certain set of circumstances. You, you don't have the understanding of all the other things that have happened or possibly could happen. We're not omniscient. We're not all-knowing. I don't have all the understanding and all the knowledge there possibly could be. Sometimes we act like we do, though. Sometimes we act like we do. But it says, lean not on your own understanding. Let's go back in the Garden of Eden. And in Genesis, you know, I think we all know the story. God created the heavens and the earth, formed man, formed woman. He says, you can have anything in this place. Anything you could possibly want except for this one tree. Just don't eat the fruit of this one tree. And it wasn't the tree of life. He didn't, he didn't keep life from humans. He said, you can live. Think about this. You could live forever. Can you believe that? They messed it all up. Anyway, it wasn't the tree of life that he held back. What was it? It's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2:17 it says, "But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat it, 
you shall surely die. You shall surely die. See, the, the point of holding this back wasn't to keep people ignorant or keep us from having knowledge, right? Because listen, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about these things, but Adam named all the animals. How do you do that? How do you go around taking care of a garden and then all these, all this stuff, and I'm, hey, that's going to be called this. That's going to be, I, Tori's like, hey, what are we going to call this baby? I'm like, I don't know, you choose. Just, I mean, I had a little, a little part in it, but anyway. Just, just flowing, understanding and wisdom and knowledge just flowing out of Adam. It wasn't that he didn't, you know, have the smarts. So what was it? It was like God was saying, see, if you, if you eat of this tree, the knowledge of good and evil, See, I've given, look, he's given us all the good stuff. He gave them all the good stuff. Everything that they needed to live in abundance. But God was saying, if you eat of this tree, basically you're saying, I want to be as smart or smarter than you. I want to have all the understanding that God has. I think of myself more highly than I think of God. It's taking and putting ourself in place of Him. It's like, don't put yourself in place of God when it comes to decision-making or what's going to happen with your life or just saying, hey, I got this. I've got the authority. I'm so much wiser. That's what, it, that's what they were saying. It's like if you eat of this tree, it's because you want to usurp my authority in your life. And the, that's the only reason. And what did the serpent say? He says, your eyes will be open and you will be like God knowing good from evil. What was it about? It was about having our own understanding. The first sin, the first thing, was about getting our, and leaning on our own understanding. God says, don't eat from that tree. Because it's not about just knowing things. It's about rejecting. Rejecting my wisdom. Rejecting my authority. Rejecting my understanding. Listen, whose who's understanding should we trust? Like, I have the understanding of the life that I've lived. Jack and Sherry, they have amazing wisdom and understanding but it's still limited. Sorry. <laughs> you, you know, my dad, anybody that I look up to, I, I can say they have so much more wisdom and understanding than I have, and, and I know that, but it's still limited because each one of us 
only have what, what we've received. But God, what is the depth of His understanding? What's the depth of His wisdom? Could we even measure it? No, we can't, by the way, if you wanted to know the answer. So God's saying, don't try to do it alone. Allow me to be there with you. Saying, do you trust me? That's what that tree was about. Do you trust me? To make wise decisions. To have the authority in what is going on in your life and around your life. Do you put your trust in me and allow me to give you that guidance and that understanding? Can you keep trusting me as your father? That's what he's saying. See, in order to really do this on our own, to really have that understanding and, and really do this like God, we have to have the ability to completely comprehend all possible options, all contingencies, everything that's possibly going to happen. And you're like, I'm so good at that. I can do it. But we can't. We can't do that. We have to be righteous and have the wisdom to choose the right way. And, and I, I could say, I feel like that I'm, a, I'm a good and wise guy. I'm not a wise guy. <laughs> but I make good decisions. And I've been told that I'm, you know, I have wisdom. But in reality, if I think about that, what are the limits on that? Which... The wisdom that I have, it might be like this big. I don't know. The understanding that I have. But if we measure it up to God, it might look this big. Hey, this is, look at this wisdom that I have. But you know what? If you do like a comparison, you ever seen those comparisons? And, you know, yeah, man, some guys put these big old tires and wheels. I want to do it so bad to my truck, my car. You know, look real big. It's like, that's the biggest truck on the road. And then you see these, I've never seen one in real life because they're in these crazy rock quarries, but then you see these trucks that the, the wheel and the tire is bigger like than a house, you know? And then all of a sudden you're like, what is my puny little truck? It looks big. It looks great. It looks like it can do anything, but when it's compared to something that actually can crush it without even knowing it crushed it, it puts things into perspective. And that's what I, that's what I want, our perspective of God. It's not even like comparing it to something that can be created on this earth. I, that comparison that I made doesn't even do it justice. But when I 
compare my understanding. When we compare our understanding to God's understanding, it's just like, it's not, get a microscope out. We might be able to see it. Maybe. But compared to his, it is nothing. In other words, only, only God, only God can handle these things. Only He can understand how to navigate these crazy things in life that we have to deal with. Only He can understand because He sees it all. From the beginning to the end, why would I not trust Him with my understanding? So many of the things that cause us the most difficulty, the most anxiety, and the stress in our lives are because we're leaning on our own understanding. I can see in my decisions and in my life different times and I was like, man, that was tough. And I can see even sometimes that I made a decision on my own that made that path crooked instead of the straight way that God wanted it to. That put a pothole in that smooth path that God was leading me on. I somehow thought that leaning on my own understanding was going to help out, and then all of a sudden there was a speed bump that wasn't there before. See, He wants to relieve our anxiety. He wants to take away our fear. That doubt says, don't lean on your own understanding. Not Don't have understanding, not... You aren't wise, or you can't make decisions, but can you allow God to speak into that decision and saying, I will trust His understanding and His, have His authority speak into my life in this moment to give me, not that I have the wisdom, but He can give me His wisdom in making this decision. How many of us would just love to stand on His authority instead of our own in making a decision? I mean, you can raise your hand if you want. I'll raise it. It's so much easier. If I make a decision on my own, I got to back it up. So what? Why did you do that? Well, you know, I calculated. I did some math, and I'm not good at math, but anyway... You know, and I did this and that and all that. Like I've got excuses and plans, you know, like I'll try to back it up, but it's really not going to hold much weight. But what about when somebody comes and says like, well, why did you make that decision? You're like, because I asked God and he told me that this is the way that I needed to go and this is what I needed to do. And that's what I'm doing. How much more weight does that hold? Now, I'm not saying blame things on God, because that happens too. I don't think I'm going to get into that today, but I've seen that happen a lot too. This is really 
trusting Him. Really relying on His understanding. Really spending that time in prayer and asking Him to give you the understanding and the direction that you need to go. Not getting all antsy or emotional and saying, well, I'm going to do this, and God told me to. No, it didn't. Because usually people can tell, by the way. Second Corinthians 6.10, it says, As sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. Allowing Him to direct our past. In this scripture, it tells us, like, in these moments, it might seem like things are tough. It might seem like we've lost everything in some moments. I know I, we've had those moments. It might feel like things aren't working out. But can we trust God and say, God, I'm not going to do it on my own. God, I'm not going to make the decisions on my own or for myself. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to ask you what I need to do. And it might look like there's nothing here, but I know when I trust you, you have everything that I need that you will provide for me. You'll give me the direction. Right? Like it says, maybe there's some sorrow right now, but I will always be rejoicing. It might look like I'm, I'm, I'm poor right now, but yet I, he's making many rich. He's making us rich in his grace, in his love, and leading us to the place that we need to be. And I can have nothing. I mean, looks like nothing's here, but I possess everything. But possessing everything. How? Because whenever I'm possessing who he is, whenever, it sounds weird when I say it like that, but whenever I am holding on to him, I'm holding on to everything because he's everything that I need. We go to Proverbs 3, 7 and 8. It's so interesting because 5 and 6, right? It says, let me read it one more time before I read this one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And then in 7 and 8, it says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So interesting. It's saying kind of the same thing, but it's giving you a different perspective on it. It's like turning this, this thing around and saying, look, this is exactly the same thing, but it's another way to look at it. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be a wise guy. Don't be a wise guy. Don't be a wise girl. Don't be a wise kid. 
Don't be wise in your own. Don't look at yourself and think, man, I got this all together. And look what I can do. Look at the great decisions that I can make. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. We talked about the fear of the Lord. This understanding of of that walking away, I should be afraid of walking away from His will, from who He is, from going in a direction that is not the direction that He wants me to take. Not that I'm scared of Him. I'm scared of being away from Him. I'm afraid to not go with Him. Because when I'm not going with Him, most likely it's going to the direction of evil. It says, depart from evil. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Trust God. Follow Him. What will it do? It'll be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. It'll be like a healing balm just wrapped around you that just, it's just, you know, like, I don't do it that often, but you know, it's like, you know, when you put that lotion on and it makes your skin feel all good and soft and you're like, ooh, look at that, you know? <laughs> when we trust Him, it'll be strength to our bones. Strength to our bones. Does anybody want strength? Does anybody want healing? <laughs> Does anybody want to go a different direction than what God wants us to go? Okay, good. I'm just going to see if you're going to say something different than yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when it says it will be health to your flesh, humility, not being wise, not being prideful. Humility is healthy for us. It has a restorative power. True humility. Not false humility, but true humility. Understanding that we need God. That we need Him to help us make these decisions. That we need Him to get where we're supposed to be going. That He's the one that makes these paths straight. That He's the one that gets us there. Really, He's given us the strength to even walk it, to do it. The strength in our bones is is given by Him. Without Him, I, I can't even walk. We can't even move. Don't be envious. You know, so many times when we try to take the reins to to something, it's because we're envious, because we're prideful, because we want to do it. You know, it's like when you're a kid, somebody else has the toy, or somebody else always gets to be the leader. It doesn't really work out so well when your kids, when they always get to be the leader, I want to be the leader this time. But God says, 
I want you. I want you to trust me. I want you to allow me to lead you. I want you to allow me to give you the understanding that you need. In Proverbs 14.30, it says, A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Now think about that. When we start leaning on our own understanding, making our own decisions, we don't think about it. Sometimes we just start doing it and haven't really thought about it that much. But if I think about it that way, and I think about me taking the reins and, and these things that God says, I want to lead you, I want to guide you, I want to give you the understanding, I want to give you the strength, allow me to help you in this. And I say, actually, God, you've been doing this a little bit too long. You've been in this leadership role, and I kind of want to take that role right now. It's this, if you can see it this way, it's this envious, like, I want to do it myself. But in the scripture, I think about that, and I think, oh my gosh, whenever I do that, it's rottenness to my bones. Right? Whenever I trust Him, whenever I lean on His understanding, it's strength to my bones. But whenever I take that away from Him and I start trusting in my own understanding, it actually rots them away. Man, I don't want that to happen. In Proverbs 3, verse 1, and I'll end with this. Back up at the beginning. It says, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Length of days, long life, and peace. That's what all of us want. Whenever we're trying to make these decisions ourselves, really when we're doing it, it's because that's what we want. But we're not realizing that when we take that role, we take that authority away from God, not that it can really be taken away from Him, but when we just play like we can do that, what we're doing is the opposite of lengthening our day. We're actually rotting our bones and making them shorter. We want our paths to be straight. But think about this. You ever been blindfolded and tried to walk a straight line? I don't know if I've done that either, actually. Let me give you a for real example from my life. I like to swim. I like to hold my breath and swim underwater. I've told you those kind of stories before. But this one I may not have told you. I've closed my eyes and tried to swim across a pool before. Have you ever done that? I know lots of us have. You don't have the goggles or whatever else. And you're like, I can swim straight. I can get across the pool. And then you start swimming, and within like five feet, you're actually going sideways? Have you ever done that before? Because you, don't, you can't see where you're going. 
Your arms, you don't realize that you're moving and you're using one arm more than the other. Your stronger arm probably usually and it's like turning you this direction and you start turning off course and you go the completely wrong way. Now think about our lives. Do you think that you have a complete understanding of what is going to happen in your life in what everything, every situation, every circumstance, we see everything... Can anybody tell me that they see everything that is happening in the world around us and can make every decision right? Hopefully you don't raise your hand. It's like us saying, I can swim across this pool. I can get up in the morning and do all this and make my own decisions and do it all the right way and keep going straight and make it where I want to go. And God says, you're actually living blindfolded. You actually don't see all the stuff. You actually can't even see where you're going. Only I can see that. Will you trust me? Will you allow me to give you the understanding that you need? Will you stand with me? Thanks for listening today. We pray this message encourages you. If you have any questions or you'd like to learn more about us as a church, you can always visit us online by going to lifechurchstl.com.